Okay, first things first, what is your name? This is Big Sonny, playing the best of the 90s and beyond. Are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Radio in motion. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. All right, ready? here we go. Radio in motion. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Radio in Motion, and this is Big Sunny. Welcome to our next installment of The Ugly Truth. Uh, look, the truth can be ugly, but it can also uh, set you free. <laughs> uh, tonight I wanted to talk a bit about uh, the ugliness of the, the court of public opinion. Uh, that's nothing new. It's uh, always been around. But I think the change these days is... You know, I mean, I feel like if uh, if you wanted to to uh, get rid of someone, you used to just be the old-fashioned way. You just assassinate them. Now it's character assassination. It's about uh, erasing you, erasing your your uh, social existence, and uh, and you know, cancel culture is certainly good at doing that, and instantly, and uh, more importantly than even currency, there's 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 social currency. Uh, like I say, and and everyone has that that virtual avatar. We live out there in the virtual world, and uh, you know that can easily be erased if someone decides that um, well, you're not towing the line. And look, it's certainly worse if you're uh, in the upper echelons, if you're in the media, if you're a celebrity of any kind. So I I wanted to chat a bit about what's happening with with Russell Brand, and I also wanted to bring in Howard Stern in there as sort of. Um, um, two sides there. One of them is is being uh, raked across the coals, and one of them seems to be getting a pass. I just think that's uh, interesting. But um, first of all, it's interesting just to start with. Uh, the media used to love Russell Brand. If you don't know what's happening, you're not keeping up with that. Uh, there have been some accusations coming out uh, against Russell Brand, um, something that happened over a, a decade ago, and Russell Brand is is never been one to shy away from being honest about his past as uh you know his escapades as sort of the uh the international lothario um uh, drugs and women uh, the whole gamut uh you know he's he's every hollywood story where uh you know you can you can do all of that and then you get canceled but it's okay if you come back usually if you say you've repented you've reformed you've dried out you've gotten rid of the drugs you've gotten rid of the women you have a family now uh, not to be mean, that's pretty much the template for most Hollywood or rock and roll stories. Russell Brand is no different. Um, uh, there are quite a few celebrities out there who've gone through that, and now they have family, they have kids, uh, and everyone's forgiven them. Um, it's interesting, again, how some are forgiven and some aren't. Uh, so with, with Russell Brand, you know, 10, 15 years ago, the media loved him. They loved to showcase him. He was on every show, on all the talk shows, doing the scene, promoting his movies. And uh, again, he didn't hold back, nor did they. They always had a good laugh when it came to subjects of, of, of women and partying and drugs and the whole scene. And uh, I, again, I'm just talking about from the, the point of view of where the media is and how you can get canceled if someone decides you're done for. So the media used to love him. As far as, as his actual situation... Uh, we are not the accuser, accusers, we are not Russell Brand, we are not the court, uh, we are not anything. If he has done something that he has to answer for, well, watch this space. And just like anybody, uh, like all of us, um, 
you need to go through the proper channels as everyone does um, if it's something to where he's going to be sued or he's going to sue or he's going to be taken to court or whatever it is that's how that works uh, you go to court you're tried by a jury of your peers and then and then it is ruled upon that you've done something wrong based on facts based on evidence as best that can be presented uh, until that happens, until there is something formalized, I'm sorry to say, like anything, it's all hearsay. Let me put it to you like this. Here's a perspective. Let's say someone uh, said something about your mom. Maybe your mom's in the media. And it was a horrible thing. It was horrid. It was something that would just chastise her for life and affect your family forever and possibly have her end up in jail and destroy the family. And what if it wasn't true? What do you think? That's appalling? That's not possible? These things are possible when you assume just based on knowing nothing about the facts, only about the headlines. The headlines. Russell Brand, he's a, he's a womanizer. He's done this. Women have come out. Um, um, throw him in jail. Cancel him. So that's, that's where we are. Really? So we're in that sort of world. I just want you to know, if I talk about a celebrity, yeah, I know. What's his life to have to do with ours? We go to a nine to five. We have a job. We have a normal life. He's a celeb. He has his own problems. You know, too bad for him. I'm just saying it starts there and it trickles down to you. Don't ever assume that it can't touch you. So uh, Russell Brand being accused of these things, which he vehemently denies. And again, until that is proven in a, in a court of law and the facts come out, uh, let the chips fall where they may. That's one part of the story. I'm not for or against. I'm for if if he has wronged someone and they've come out, that is terrible. But either way, if someone has come out and it's false or it's over-exaggerated uh, and he doesn't want to answer for it, that's also terrible. Okay? Um, I think, again, when the whole Me Too movement came out in the 2050s and 16s, uh, there's this assumption that we must believe everyone who has an accusation. And then it gets to the point where you think, oh, well, when a lot of the narratives are proven false, then we're like, nah, nah. Now we shouldn't believe any women that come out. Both of those are ridiculous. We're not here to not believe people. We're not here to automatically believe people. We're here to, it's none of our business. Why don't we stay out of it until it gets decided? But we don't live in that world. We live in reality. We live in the court of public opinion. So right now, he's, again, he's being, he's being totally canceled. And uh, uh, one thing that's interesting, again, this is all about how someone is attacked uh, and how their character is attacked. Um, uh, the parliament sent a letter to YouTube uh, and Rumble specifically saying, again, based on hearsay and accusations, no facts, nothing proven, nothing, no, no charges have been brought, nothing. This is just about hearsay. Based on that, because someone says, oh, uh, I think we need to cancel them. They have asked YouTube and rumble to demonetize his platform again don't just assume that oh, he's, a, he's a millionaire he's got he's got money uh, it's very possible that now again that's none of your business how he decides to who to work for the money for to support his family and he does have a family now um, when you're affecting that and and someone especially the state <laughs> arbitrarily decides to affect your income based on no facts at all, don't you think that's pretty intense? So that's what they want to do. And you know what the sad thing is? YouTube did that. YouTube demonetized him. So now he has, he has no monetary channel, nothing coming in through YouTube. Rumble, on the other hand, a similar, a newer platform, 
said, there's no way we're going to do that. We are not going to, to demonetize and remove someone's platform on our free and open platform for anyone who has a voice and wants to speak uh, based on hearsay. So I, don't you think that's interesting? So I think that's quite sad for YouTube. That again shows you how, uh, you know, big tech, if you think that's a conspiracy theory, let me tell you, that's the proof right there. Big tech is involved and directly involved with, with the state and government. And unfortunately, that does also involve mainstream media. I'm sorry, mainstream media, to throw you under the bus, but it's just a fact. I'm happy that there's other platforms and podcasts and other ways and things like Joe Rogan and, and Bill Maher and Russell Brand and Tucker Carlson on, on Twitter um, being able to have a platform and sit someone down. And that's the other thing I say about Joe Rogan and, and Tucker Carlson. Uh, if there's someone out there who says, you know, what you're saying about me isn't true, they always invite them on the show to have a discussion. That's how you do that. And for the people who don't come, well, too bad for you. For the people who do come on the show and they talk about it and they get the facts, that's called freedom of speech and it works and that's what's amazing. But unfortunately, you can't rely on that with mainstream media. And again, you think, oh, I'm just a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm a big believer in facts. Uh, also, be your own fact checker. Don't believe something just because it says fact checked. What the hell's that? Um, that's as bad as, as, you know, they have all these misinformation and disinformation. And these are new terms now. It used to just be information. But now there's these inf misinformation committees. Well, you know, they tried to start one of these in the U.S. and that one died. But these still do exist in the U.K. and in other places where their entire job is to say, well, we'll, we'll decide. Who should decide? Oh, well, we'll decide. And also a lot of them are, are self-appointed. Well, who should look after, who should govern the information coming out of the government? Oh, we'll appoint someone. Oh, that makes no sense. <laughs> so one of those, and here's proof that this does exist, you know, the, um, the uh, uh, misinformation committees or or Ministry of Truth, starting to get Orwellian here, yes? Very 1984. When you start to hear things like that, the Ministry of Truth, tell me this doesn't trigger problems. Um, so there's one right now, and it's a real thing. It's called the, the TNI. So it's the Trusted News Initiative. And there are very mainstream news groups, um, Associated Press, BBC, to name a few, who are involved in this. And their whole point is to work with... Uh, uh, other big tech corporations and the government uh, and this again was certainly proven when the FBI meddled in Facebook and Twitter so they work with with you know the the government to make sure that they are reporting uh, uh, what's correct and they make sure to uh, get rid of um, any uh, misinformation um, so the point is is uh, who's deciding that? Who's deciding to, to quash those voices? Um, so that's, that's one of my problems there, is that this is a real thing to where there's media companies getting together, and their job is to weed out any uh, uh, online voices that they feel uh, is misinformation and doesn't fit the narrative that, that they're after. Um, if that doesn't worry you, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I, I think it should. Um, and this has been going on since uh, uh, March 2020. Uh, also, this is the same thing. Uh, I'll, I'll put it another way. Uh, think of this. I'm not having a go at, at uh, any fast food industries, but a lot of them will, will use something. It'll say 100% uh, pure beef. 
but it'll have a little copyright or re register, you know, uh, next to it. Um, that just means that it's actually like a corporation. They're buying their beef from a company called 100% Pure Beef. <laughs> I can't. That opens up to a lot of issues. It didn't mean that it was 100% pure beef. It just meant the company was called that. The company could be called Happy Face, Happy Animals, but, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's just a name. It doesn't mean anything about the purity of the beef of the product. Same thing here with uh, TNI, Trusted News Initiative. Ding, it has the tick. It's trusted. Um, based on who? The self-appointed people at the news corporations who said, you can trust us, we decided it ourselves. So again, these are the kind of things that are happening, and these are the kind of, of, of media that are coming after Russell Brand and, and wanting to cancel his voice, simply because, and I say similar to Tucker Carlson, he's flying too close to the sun. He's getting into subjects that are, that are too touchy for people, because they don't want that kind of information out there. Um, and uh, those subjects, you know, are obviously things like, like uh, COVID, or, or the vaccines, or, or the war. Uh, anything that goes against that is, uh, is problematic. Um, and again, I just, I just thought news was news. Um, I thought, you know, especially when elections come around, I thought it was all about getting as much information you can about both parties or all the parties involved so you can make sure you have the best person to represent you in your government. Isn't that the whole point? By the people? For the people? Uh, and it, it doesn't work if, if certain information is uh, uh, being kept from you. Um, another interesting one was, was Joe Rogan and the whole ivermectin thing. All you heard about, every headline was, horse dewormer, horse dewormer, Joe Rogan is, 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 is a nut job, he's on ivermectin. You know, again, this was a, a drug that had been used uh, all around the world. No, the drug didn't win a, a Nobel Prize, but the scientists who were, who were coming up with the tests at the time won that. And like I say, always fact check that yourself. Be your own fact checker. Uh, the point is, is, you know, it didn't fit the narrative of, of Pfizer. Sorry, it's as simple as that. Pfizer was the big game in town and the one backed by the government, the one they decided for all Americans and, and, and Australians and, and, and UK to fund it. And then Pfizer kept all the money. Again, I'm not making that up. That's just a fact. So the fact that they were going against, you know, the oligarchy there, um, uh, that's it. Joe Rogan, you know, they tried to cancel him. The funny thing is, is with Joe Rogan, I think he's too big now. If they want to go into his past... I think they're going to have to dig pretty hard because, uh, uh, again, I don't think he was as open in his lifestyle like Russell Brand was, who, again, was admittedly a, uh, a, a, a drug fiend partying womanizing guy, uh, again. Um, so, you know, again, I'm not talking about his character. That's up to him to, to talk about, and that's up for, again, not the court of public opinion, an actual court uh, to decide. Uh, and so... On the flip side of that, I was going to talk about someone like Howard Stern. I've watched Howard Stern uh, since the 90s. I've listened to him and watched him. And again, I'm not trying to attack Howard Stern. I'm just thinking it's interesting that um, he seems to be on the protected list because he is now towing the line. He is not going after those big subjects. He's happy, he's happy to be for the war and, and for the vaccines, so much so that it's kind of nauseating now. He's like, I'm... I'm Vaccinate the hell out of me. Keep going. Six, seven boosters. Let's go. Boost me up. 
again, it's, it's, it's a bit too much, but he is the poster boy for everything that the media uh, wants to put out there. So he's on the right side. And I'll be honest, and these things are out there, you can look them up. You know, Howard Stern, he used to be the very anti-establishment, and he used to have some some sick and degenerate people on his show, and that was his thing. That was his, his shtick, and they used to love it. That's why they, you know, they, they ate up Howard Stern, because he was so different. Again, I'm not condoning anything that has to do with with harming, you know, with, with womanizing or harming children, doing anything illegal or wrong. But I have to admit, Howard Stern used to get pretty close and then go beyond some of these subjects. And I'll give you an example, and again, you can look this up, fact check it yourself. He used to be very open about the Olsen twins when they were younger, okay? When they were like 15 and 16, not when they were of age. He used to be very open about it and talk about it on his show. And you say, oh, he, oh, he's just joking around. Well, don't you think that's a bit sickening and that everyone accepted it? He used to joke around about about wanting to have sex with the Olsen twins. And again, that's just one small tidbit of all the types of shows that he used to have and people he used to have on the show and the kind of conversations he used to have and get very involved in and be honest about it. Um, and you're like, oh, well, he, he was, he's been married since the 90s. You think a married guy can't be a degenerate creep? So uh, I'm just showing you the two different ones, uh, celebrities on, the, on you know, the, the radio and in the media, uh, and one gets a pass. Also, I, I, it's funny. I have looked for clips, and now they are actively, actively being removed. Anything that might show Howard Stern in a bad light, because again, uh, he's been chosen as the poster boy, and now, now he's, he's, he really is pretty tame. Sorry about that. I'm not saying I want him to just go back to de degenerate, but he's really pretty tame now in what he does because he's, he's become the man. <laughs> He's, he's really just, you know, like I say, he's towing the line with the right narrative. So he gets a pass. And Russell Brand doesn't. Again, irrespective of their actual character or anything they've done in their past or any accusations or, or things that haven't been proven in a court of law, I'm just talking about one gets a pass and one doesn't. Um, so, yeah, look, that, that's my thoughts on that. I just think it's, it's interesting that these days we really... We used to jump to conclusions when we got the newspaper or we watched the evening news. Now, you know, we jump to conclusions because we are inundated with information uh, every second. And again, it's a double-edged sword. I'm a huge, I'm a Star Trek nerd. I've always wanted the future to be here. And, and, and our phones and the devices and the internet in general and the way we communicate, it is amazing. We are, we are headlong into the future. But it also, it comes with responsibility. Uh, you know, I hate to be cheesy, but with great power comes great responsibility. And information is power. Information is power. And how you use it and how you wield it requires responsibility. And I just believe that lately the mainstream media, the way they get together and collude, there's no other way to put it, because they have to toe the line. Because again, uh, when you say things like free to air or even free radio, and I, I still am passionate about all these things, but it's difficult, especially on TV, when you have uh, advertisers. You can't expect the news anchor or the reporter to get too deep into a subject, even if it's something he's passionate about, even if it's something he's researched, which is, I thought, what reporters did. They would dig into the story regardless of the outcome. If it led all the way to the White House, you just keep going. If it leads all the way to a, an actor or actress's toward past, you go all the way and you do the story. Uh, you commit to it. 
but they can't they can't commit to it if the subject happens to be something about pfizer vaccines coming up next an ad for pfizer can't be done you know you can't go against the house you can't bet against the house um, so that's again. That's certainly what happened to, to Tucker Carlson, and that's why he is on a more open forum, forum like uh, like Twitter. Um, so again, the, those are my thoughts. I always just want to keep the conversation open. That's my passion. Keep the conversation open. There's always two sides. There's multiple sides. It's a, it, sometimes it's about coming to agreement where n- neither side is perfectly happy. By the way, that that's life in general. When you go to a court, do you really think at the end everyone gets what they want? Even if it's something horrid like a, a murder trial, well, someone is someone is dead, so no amount of money is going to bring them back. But um, you know, even with just lighter cases in general, if it's about money disputes or property or whatever, usually it's about coming to an agreement or an outcome where both parties can agree to live with. Because it, you know, when we say right and wrong or facts, these are becoming fuzzy areas lately. So um, don't jump to conclusions. Wait for the facts. Uh, just um, chill and try to enjoy life a bit. Anyway, that's the ugly truth for tonight. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. And uh, coming up next, some more great Never Any 90s music on Radio Motion. You're listening to Sunday Radio 99.3 FM. More great music after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 